Let's be radically honest. There's a reason why you decided to become the professional or entrepreneur that you are today. Is it safe to say that it wasn't to be away from those you love or sacrifice yourself and your health while doing it? What if you could create the life and business of your dreams without working harder? What if stress and overwhelm were a thing of your past? Entrepreneurial success coach Ranchelle Van Bryce is here to guide you through letting go of comparison and imposter syndrome so that you can stop making a living and start creating your epic life. Welcome, 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 everyone. My name is Ranchal Van Bryce, and you are here with me and my guest speaker, Beth Bishop. I am super excited to have you here, Beth. Super, super stoked, everyone. I think we have some people that are joining us live, whether you're here live or you're here listening afterwards. I just really want to welcome all of you. Today's show is about how perfectionism itself is actually um, disguising itself as seeking success. Let me tell you, last week I had an amazing call with Beth. She is one of my coaches. We were talking about, well, Beth was talking about perfectionism. And I was like, oh, I don't have that characteristic anymore. And you can see her smile right now. She started to smile. <laughs> she said, okay. And we I went further and had some deeper conversation. So here's kind of what I discovered. And then I'm going to uh, introduce you to Beth was um, I uh, became aware that if I can't do something 100%, then um, I can't do it at all. That was a limiting belief that I had. And so I can certainly surmise where that part came from with my parents through no fault of their own. They probably said something like, give it your all. Um, and I took that and I just changed that belief to something that suited kind of what was going on in my life at the time. I really thought my resistance to commitment was from another belief. And with uh, ch chatting with Beth, I realized, oh, it was this perfection and perfectionism piece that was sneaking up um and so it was let me tell you it was quite the week it was quite the day after uh after beth and i had a chat but first before i dive in and get beth to share some incredible information with you i have the honor and the privilege privilege to introduce to you my coach uh and my friend uh beth bishop beth is a business and mindset coach who helps high achievers that might be me, heal and love their bodies, cultivate self-love, and step into their power. She founded the Phoenix Effect, LA's top strength and conditioning studio. And in 2015, she earned her bachelor's degree from Tufts University. Prior to opening her own studio, she worked as a personal trainer at Boston Sports Clubs and Equinox. It might be pronounced Equinox, my apologies. <laughs> Okay. Before that, she completed a Fulbright scholarship in Germany and worked as a project manager at ACCION International, a microfinance company. The things you learn about people when you get to read their bios. She's a speaker and has a consulting business to help business owner thrives. And as I said, I'm so pleased to have you here, Beth. One of the greatest things about being a coach is having a coach. So I wish I could come through as like uh, every week I say, I wish I could just come and hug you. I'd have to hop in a plane, but thank you. Um, thank you for taking time to be here with me, the audience, the future audiences that are listening to you. Um, you know, when we started talking last week and I had said, oh, I, you know, I really don't have that characteristic. I'm not a perfectionist. You, uh, you did just that. You looked at me with that beautiful smile and then you explained and you actually defined perfectionism for me. 
in a way that I had never heard. And so if you're okay with this, I'd like to like dive right in and have you start with that piece. Cause that was like, for me. Right. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me, Ranchelle. Ranchelle is like one of the most amazing coaches out there. She's actually my coach too. So it's, it's an honor and privilege. So perfectionism, what is it? It's striving for flawlessness. Full stop. We can be done. Thanks everyone for coming out. <laughs> I like to keep it simple, right? Like there's lots of ways to define it, but in, in the end, it's like, setting these really, really high levels that you think you need to achieve that are not required for the task at hand. <laughs> it, you know, it was amazing because when we started talking about it, um, when you said that to me, that striving for flawlessness, like it really did set me back because I, because I honestly, I honestly thought that that was not a thing that I had anymore. When you described it that way, and I thought about all the ways that I show up, all the things that I try to do without mistakes, flawlessness. And I do, I, I talk lots about in my co own coaching practice and the mindset group that I lead that, you know, we have this desire to either not be right or to not be wrong or to be right, which is just another way to describe that. And, you know, when, when you and I talked about this, this, this flawlessness piece, it shows up in so many different ways. And I would, you know, we talked about those three types of perfectionism. Mm -hmm. And so if you could tie that into even what you talked about, the definition of perfectionism sure. and maybe even some examples that you and I went through, uh, yeah. how this shows up, that'd be great. Yeah. Well, perfectionism can either be covert, right? Where these are all the people who are like, I'm not really a perfectionist, but they may take action. They might kick ass all the time. Kind of like you and me, we're covert perfectionists. Right. But then we have these thoughts in our head that are like, I'm not doing enough. I should really be doing better. I'm not where I'm supposed to be. Right. And then there's overt perfectionism. Right. Where people are like, well, I'm a perfectionist. Those are really easy to spot. Right. So that's the two ways that it shows up. But there's actually a bunch of different types. And I like to keep them to three because it's, it's easier that way. So the first one would be a socially oriented perfectionist. And that's where we learn from society, from our parents. We learn these certain standards and we feel like we need to achieve them or else we will be rejected. There's something to be shameful for if we don't hit those standards. So that's a very external kind of focused perfectionism, right? Right. Next kind is self-oriented perfectionism. So that's where we put those high standards on ourselves. And then, of course, there's other oriented perfectionism, which shows up for mostly in men, but it does happen to women sometimes, too. And that's where um, we are tend to be perfectionists and be critical of others. So we expect everyone else to be at a really, really high standard. So in your coaching practice, um, and of course, you know, uh, so, you, so you have your you have not only the gym where you see it, how it affects our physical bodies, you know, the mindset mm -hmm. piece, but it also as a business and mindset coach, it shows up there. Can you tell me some of maybe even some of the things and, and you're welcome to use me as an example, because I'm an open book, 
But how do you mm-hmm. see that kind of crossover between it shows up in how we view our bodies and then yes. or, and or relationship with self and others and how it shows up in business? Because I think sometimes what happens, truthfully, Beth, is that people um, compartmentalize things. They go, oh, it's here, but it's not here. And that's actually not possible, right? Oh, well, it can show up. Perfectionism can show up in different areas of your life. You may be a perfectionist at work, but not necessarily at home. You might be a perfectionist with your body, but not necessarily at work. Right. So I see perfectionism coming up a lot in the fitness space with um, ever heard diet starts Monday. (laughs) Where people will be really, really good throughout the week and then they ruin their perfect plan. Maybe they have a couple of drinks, they have a cheat meal, and they're, they're like, well, guess what? Screw it. I'm just going to let things go until Monday. Right? Right. I've so that's never a, had that experience. Never had that experience. Me neither. Never. <laughs> but, I mean, perfectionism can show up in a lot of different ways. It can show up as comparison. It can show up as being critical of yourself. It can show up as procrastination. So it really, it, it shows up in different areas of your life in a lot of different ways. Um, you know, it's interesting to talk about the, because uh, I'm, I'm sure that anyone here at live audience uh, or listening afterwards can totally relate to the whole, it starts on Monday. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's not just deep, like in the diet industry, that can be like, I'll do that like, hmm, marketing strategy Monday I'll do like the TikTok video next Monday my hair is not right it's not the right color my gray roots are showing my muffin top like so is that what you mean how it's kind of insidious like it just it comes up but we wouldn't necessarily think that was perfectionism that's what I'm hearing is that is that what you're throwing down oh yeah for sure and I think sometimes we think, oh, well, it's like with that example, it's like it's it's procrastination. I'm just being a procrastinator. But where is that coming from? Is it because it's a fear of failure? Because perfectionists worry so much about doing things perfectly that they end up in planning mode and they end up not doing anything at all. Right. And then the catch 22 of that is like (laughs) when you procrastinate and you're not doing, then you feel even more like a failure. And then you're perpetuating a really unhealthy cycle. Um, Or sometimes in in business, we get like, we think about our big vision because we all have big dreams and we get 10 steps ahead. And then we go like, oh, I don't know how to do this now. I don't don't, don't know what to do. (laughs) And then we get worried about taking the right steps and making sure they're the perfect steps. And then we don't do them, right? Yeah. But that's the, that's the other thing. That's the paradox about it is like when we sit in indecision, it doesn't give us any new information <laughs> and we discover how to do things and the actions that we take to do them. Oh, okay. We discover things by the actions we take. Is that what you said? Yeah. Write her down or folks. That's how, we, <laughs> that's how we learn how to do things. Not by sitting and thinking about how we're doing them. We do them and we try them and then we get feedback. But when we're so in this perfectionist mindset, it's really terrifying because we don't want to have failure because we're not framing failure as feedback. It's the scary thing that we're trying to avoid 
because there's some kind of feeling of shame, guilt, not being enough. <laughs> I've never had that. <laughs> so, okay. So what you're saying then is um, there, I mean, there's, there's so much there. So one of the things I heard is, and I know we'll, we'll discuss this and whether we discuss it now or later is cool is um, reframing failure. So mm -hmm. you said that we can, we could reframe failure as feedback. Absolutely. Well, you didn't use that words. That's what I heard. So there's the coach in me is like, so no, we, we do something, we try something. You and I heard it. <laughs> um, so what you're saying is if, if, um, if failure is reframed as I'm going to try this thing and then I'm going to see whether or not it moves me towards, let's say my big hairy audacious goal. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't, then I can reframe it and look at it and go, what's the feedback for, for me? Exactly. Because you're winning no matter what, right? So you do something, you have one or two things happen. Number one, it works. Yay. You move forward. Number two, you get a lesson. Yay. And then I can take that lesson and use it. And then I move forward. So no matter what I'm moving forward. That's so interesting. Is anyone, and anyone else, um, again, um, I mean, that is so powerful. We, when you and I've talked lots in the, in the coaching world, how we are always in the space of reframing, but mm -hmm. you know, when, um, some of the teaching that you and I both had is, you know, looking at, at failure as a blessing, the way that you've <laughs> said it different, this is different in the sense of you reframed it. So it doesn't matter what I try, this perfectionist, um, though, although I, I'm still like, I'm still in shock that that's, <laughs> that's where I'm at. Um, so it doesn't matter what I try. It will always be a win, right? Always. It'll always, you know, and I've always said like, nothing happens to me. Everything happens for me. Everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. But this reframes it even differently mm -hmm. because then, then I can um, actually not have the I'm going to say the experience uh, or the feeling of the experience of failure, because there is no such thing really then. Exactly. You're always winning, no matter yeah. what, period. It's just feedback is what you're saying. It's never a failure. <laughs> exactly. It's just feedback. Think about it like this. Like, even if you make a quote unquote mistake and you get this feedback, you're still a step farther than you were if you were sitting in planning mode and sitting in indecision and inaction. That, yeah, that's super powerful, right? I mean, even when we um, when we talk about like the like the diet world, where I'll do it on Monday and then, or you know, you're you like Monday to, to Friday at noon, you do great, and then you go out and happen to have a glass of wine, and then like uh, you throw the whole entire week out the window because of this one decision to have a glass of wine and then, well, then you might as well have the French fries and the ice cream and the cake and the cookies. And then you'll start again Monday. Like, so if you just look at it, oh, that was great feedback. I shouldn't go to said pub hungry <laughs> or thirsty or like, right. there's so much, there's so much you can get from that. Right. And also just like, let yourself have that little cheat because you actually need that cheat meal anyway. It's going to help your metabolism anyway. So it's like, let yourself have it, then get back on the program. Yeah. Doesn't have to be hard. Yeah. I love that. 
I love that. Okay, well, you know, let's um, uh, take everyone to our first break. I want to thank you again, Beth, for being here with me uh, in the audience here. And whether you're listening later on, my name is Ramshaw Van Bryce. You are here with me at Inspired Choices Network. Pardon me, Beth and I, you're here with us uh, here at uh, Ignite Your Success with Ranchel. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with entrepreneurial success coach Ranchel Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchel Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspire Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Welcome back, everyone. You are here with the fabulous Beth Bishop and myself here on Inspired Choices Network on Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. It was so cool, Beth, as I have someone to dance with while I'm here. Every time I hear the music, I'm just like grooving to the beat. As I saw you dancing, I was like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to hop on my jet and come to uh, hang out with you in Hollywood today. We'll go, uh, we'll go, go dancing. <laughs> awesome let's go you know uh so before we went to break we were talking about uh of course this new definition of um perfectionism and then we talked about the i think this the huge like moment of reframing failure and really talking about failure is just feedback i mean i will remember that forever it's just feedback so it doesn't matter what i'm doing the actions that i'm taking i will always be winning it's always the win because whatever action I take will, will be provide me with information, provide me with feedback. So for example, um, feedback in, in, so in the world of, of working out or the world of don't necessarily go to a restaurant hungry. I used to say that all the time as a weight loss coach. Now, isn't that funny how there's like, like these little bits and pieces come back to you, right? So don't go to a restaurant um really really hungry have some sort of you know healthy snack before you go so you're not as tempted you know to have the foods that everyone else is doing or like you said uh just go ahead and have the thing right <laughs> because you don't have to throw away the whole entire week or day um so and the other thing i heard as well and i talk lots about this again in my coaching practice is the all or nothing thinking mm-hmm. what I heard, though, in a different way from you, is all or nothing, is that the insidiousness of perfectionism? 
Well, yeah, we get really attached. It's, uh, perfectionism can be a lot about control too. So we get attached to things um, turning out a certain way, playing out X, Y, Z, and we have these expectations, right? When in reality, there's a million and one different ways to get to where you wanna go. But the trouble with perfectionism, I think sometimes is we get into this comparison mode where we start comparing ourselves to others. And we think I should be more like him, her, them, or they're doing something right and I'm, I'm doing something wrong, or they have it so I should have it, then why don't I have it? Or I'll never be as good as them, right? And then we just, we, we don't go into this powerful moment, we start thinking about all the things that we are actually lacking. And that sucks. And the trouble about that, right, number one, it's negative motivation. So that burns out really fast because when we beat ourselves down to raise ourselves up, that makes us feel not so good. But real power actually comes from loving and accepting yourself for being perfectly imperfect. And when we're sitting in that, like, comparison or criticism, it's actually like, an opportunity to learn from others. But when we're only in that area of lack, we can't learn from others. We just think about what we don't have. Instead of you know, making amazing new connections and learning from other people's successes. And also understanding too that like we are all on our own journey. My journey is different from your journey and that's okay. And everything's showing up at the right time. There, like there's so much gold there. You know, um, one of the things that I like really stuck with me was the first thing you said, which is we, by beating ourselves up, you can't raise yourself. Mm-hmm. How many times do you like, like, so I'm just thinking about just the different coaches. Like, and I'm, I'm actually, I'm thinking about like old school like sports coaches, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to be, beat a player down in hopes that they'll, you know, be motivated enough to mm-hmm. do the thing, right? And so just that reframe of that one piece, um, earlier this week, I was sharing with my morning mindset group that, uh, and, I, and I heard your voice. So I, whether you've shared this with me or just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm channeling you now, which is motivation doesn't come first. Mm. right you do the thing and then you can become motivated but I think so many people want the motivation first and then Mm. and then they'll take action right Mm. and so I think that's interesting too because being tied to the perfectionism piece like I really think there's a connection between this perfectionism piece avoidance of failure right? Um, Imposter syndrome, the comparison piece, and waiting for that to go away Mm. before we do the thing. Ah, yes. It doesn't (laughs) go away first. No, it's like, I I need to become worthy and then I'll be the thing, right? It's, It's also that idea of like, I'll celebrate myself and I'll be happy when I finally get to that goal. Right. Right. And if we're in that point where we're, it's not good enough, it's not good enough, it's not good enough, it's not good enough, while we're trying to get to the goal, we're put in a primal state. We're not thinking clearly. 
We're not connected to universal intelligence. We're not being creative. We're not being resourceful. So in a way, it actually just keeps us from getting there faster, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, right. I mean, totally. And when we think about, so that that's where we're a fitness journey we're on or a relationship mm -hmm. journey, a self-personal development journey, a financial journey, like all of those abundance and prosperity, there, there is this, Mm, I just kind of got that as well, even in, in like abundance, like financial abundance and financial mm -hmm. prosperity. If we're waiting for the thing, right, to happen, mm -hmm. and then we deem ourselves successful, right, we will always feel like we're not successful until the thing happens, right. which I said before, but I have never tied it to that little perfectionism piece. Well, yeah, right? that, that yeah. Um, and that definition of perfectionism is flaw means the flawlessness, like the requirement for it to unfold. And then, of course, what I'm also hearing you say is then you're then in that moment, you're attached to the result. If you're not experiencing the result, then we move into primal state. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? Is that what you're saying? That's correct. Yeah. That's and like, what a, what a terrible way to live, right? You're going to like wait to the end of your life and you're like, okay, I did it. I checked off all the boxes. Now I can finally celebrate. And then you like die a day later. Like what's that shit? That's not about living a powerful and purposeful life. You were talking about motivation before. Motivation doesn't come from the result. It comes from connection to your purpose. Oh, can you say that again? Motivation doesn't yeah. come from your result. It comes from connection to your purpose. We're all right here for a reason. We all have amazing, unique talents and gifts. And in order for us to share those talents and gifts, we have to be human. We have to be vulnerable. We have to have lessons. Yeah. Even if we want to present them perfectly, you would have to do things imperfectly over and over and over again for them to become perfect. I mean, that is amazing. When you think about that, like, so we're waiting to be motivated <laughs> and the, and we think the motive, oh yeah, sorry that I'm just, I'm like, sorry, is everyone else kind of spinning with me? And if not, well, I apologize that your host is spinning, but that's like, that is so, so huge because mm -hmm. I think we do. I mean, we seek outside of ourselves for motivation, which mm -hmm. is the, the worst place you can look right? Yes. Inspiration, perhaps, like you're inspired by someone, like I, like, you know, you inspire me, right? Um, so I'm inspired. Okay. But if I, if I, if I, in order for me to be who I am, in order to be in my purpose, on my purpose, living my purpose, if I waited for you to motivate me, I'm in lots of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> it right? Doesn't work. No, it doesn't no. work that way. But how many people wait for an outside source, an outside resource for motivation when in actuality, the challenge that they're facing isn't necessarily waiting for the motivation, but the mm -hmm. um, need for perfectionism has put them in procrastination in this particular example. Would that be a fair assessment? Yeah. And also like when we're sitting in that 
frame of thinking, we're thinking about all the things that we don't have and what we don't want, right? Instead of like connecting to our why and like, why is this important to me? What do I want to create in the world? What magic, what fun, you know? It's, it's, it's this, I hate that phrase, seeing is believing, you know? Because that's not how things actually work. Right. You actually have to like imagine it, see it first, get excited about it, and then it comes into reality. Right. For it to happen. But when we're in this like perfectionist tendency, it's really hard for us to connect to that, that fun part of our brain, that desire space where we're like, ooh, what would be awesome? Because we're not thinking about what would be awesome. We're thinking about how do I not fuck this up? Well, yeah, as you were saying that, I was like, it, so, so imagination then and, abil- and one's ability to imagine is then also connected to this perfectionism piece. Mm-hmm. So what I'm starting to think, what I'm starting to think and see is like, oh yeah, because if you don't imagine it correctly, <laughs> like we're just perfectionism again. It's insidious. Insane. And in, on top of that, like, we become like so focused on this like perfect idea that we can't think of anything else. So then we're actually limiting our expansiveness. So, so, okay. And dreaming, yeah, dreaming dreaming is free. But when we're in perfectionism mode, we like don't even think that like we're worthy of dreaming because we haven't even done well enough with what we're doing right now. Yeah. So why even think bigger? Right. We don't deserve it. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. Yeah. The dreaming, dreaming is free. I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dreaming is free. 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 Right? Oh, yeah. I mean, the other thing that came to my mind is that before we go to break here is just that, yeah, I mean, um, and I've heard this before too, it's practice makes perfect. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think, it, oh, it was um, Denzel Washington, maybe I heard him say one time, you know, and I might have been even in a movie. He's like, practice doesn't make per- perfect. Uh, nothing makes perfect perfect. Practice makes practice. <laughs> like, like you, yeah. right? There, like, because there's there is that letting go of that perfectionism yeah. piece. Because if you even if you think practice makes perfect, and I mean, I had coaches. I mean, I, I didn't play a lot of sports, but I had piano teachers, and just practice makes perfect. And again, then you're always looking for that perfection piece. Mm-hmm. and yeah. so then you can't even practice enough to make it perfect so why bother practicing right practice doesn't make perfect practice makes progress mm. right mm. practice makes i love that practice makes progress all of these i mean this is the the cool thing about how the brain works you and i were of course we've um, been in in courses together and workshops together and and coach each other the most amazing thing about our brain is how powerful it is and this uh, need insidiousness of the belief behind perfection of course is there to keep us safe to keep Mm -hmm. us secure thinking that if we let go of this perfectionism piece like oh my goodness what happens we actually might go out there and make that mistake and oh wouldn't that be terrible And, but when we can let that go, when we can release that, when we can show enough evidence that the failure is just moving forward, that it's, it's feedback. I will, mm-hmm. I will forever be saying that. I will always give you credit. Um, and it's just feedback, right? Because that piece of it is so important because you know what not to do. 
as well as you know maybe what you can like rinse and repeat right 100 amazing all right folks thank you so much if uh, whether again you're joining us live here uh in the audience or you're here listening afterwards i'm so excited to have beth bishop my uh coach my mentor my friend here with me and let's go to break thank you so much Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with Entrepreneurial Success Coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchell Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Welcome back, everyone, to uh, Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. I have my guest here, guest speaker, uh, Beth Bishop. And Beth, as I said earlier, my business coach, she's a mentor, she's a mindset coach, she's my coach. Uh, she can be your coach too. I know she's going to share later mm-hmm. on about some of the, pro- the program that she has uh, that she shared with me last week. And I said to her, oh, you need, I really need you to be here to share uh, what we've been talking about. And so I was inspired to bring Beth on in full transparency. Uh, we know we, her and I had this conversation last week about perfectionism. And I, I really honestly, with all my heart, thought that that was not a thing that I was experiencing any longer. I was going to say suffering, but, you know, and certainly there you can be in a suffering state, you know, when you have perfectionism as one of those insidious limiting beliefs. When I, um, when I discovered, haha, when Beth showed me <laughs> that, <laughs> helped me see that perfectionism is alive and well in my life. And it's, and it's showing up in different areas. So not only does it show up on my health journey, it will show up in my business as well. And I think that's what happens, you know, with uh, certainly, you know, uh, we have these different experiences and, and they'll show up in one area. Now, Beth said something interesting before our first break, which is perfectionism doesn't have to show up in all areas of your life. It can just show up in one, which I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have um, said that. Uh, I wouldn't have expected that. But the the point I think that I want to make is not to dismiss the idea of <clears throat> perfectionism because you it doesn't affect you maybe like the way that it, it I would I talk about the way it's affecting me or Beth and I are giving it uh, different examples of it 
but more so looking at it from how is this possibly happening in my life? Where maybe is it holding it back? Now, Beth, you, you know, we, we talked about, you talked about the definition of perfectionism. Um, you mm -hmm. talked about, of course, the overt and covert um, styles. Is that the correct terminology style mm -hmm. of perfectionism? Sure. And then, you know, we certainly talked about um, the different ways it shows up. When we were talking, when you and I were talking I'm just going to refer to my notes because it's real, I think this is really, really important. You know, we talked about um, the unintelligent thinking around perfectionism. Now, you, you and I, through conversation and through talking about failure and how to, re, how to reframe that, redefine that, you alluded to, you know, one of uh, one or two. One of them being, I think, was um, imposter syndrome. I think you said it shows up that way. But you also, in when we were chatting last week, like there was a like nine different, was it nine or ten different ways, like perfectionism can show up. And I know sure. that um, certainly we don't have time to go through all nine. But I would love for you to share maybe one of those before we go to break, and then we're and then we'll have our break. We'll kind of tie things up after break, and then I want you to be able to share your program with the audience. So, can you kind okay. of review one or one or two of those? Like, what yeah. are you yeah. yeah. Well, we talked about a couple already. So, it can show up as celebrating the results, not the journey. It can show up as comparison or criticism. Um, it can show up as thinking I'm not good enough. That one's really big, right? Just feeling like, you know, you hit the, you set these really high standards that you obviously like can't achieve because they're perfect and perfect doesn't exist. And it makes you feel full, like, like less than who you really, really are. And you actually in that process become not good enough because you're in a primal state, right? You become less resourceful, less creative, less whole, less connected than you would if you were saying like, hey, I'm doing my best and I'm trying. Right. But instead, you've made that decision that, like, I'm not good enough. I'm going to strive to be good enough, but I'm never going to be able to get there. And if I take that away, I'm going to lose my motivation and then I'll, I won't get there ever. <laughs> so it really doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. You know, it's interesting you say that because I think there's so many I mean, there's so many probably examples and, and samples mm -hmm. of of how that um shows up and even as you're talking about the, like the trying piece i think of quotes that are meant to motivate us but mm -hmm. they actually tie us to that perfectionism don't they mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. i mean we can we certainly can reframe all quotes but the one that's one of my favorites which is like the one by yoda right which is um do or do not do kind of thing uh, or there is no try do or do not do. And I mean, certainly that could be taken both ways, but in the reframe right. that, that you uh, shared earlier was, yeah, like just do it, man, because you can use it for feedback. And that's yeah, just probably what was meant by it versus yeah, my, exactly. oh, you have to do it perfect or don't do yeah right don't if if you can't do it 100 i mean 100 percent. and as I, I in the intro i said that you know growing up with if you can't if you can't give it your all which i went to if you can't be 100 percent, then just don't then what's the point but even giving it all i mean i don't i think one of the challenges that i've had certainly as a human being is in this thing of perf perfectionism is not even knowing what my all is right 
And so if I can't give it my all and I, oh, if I don't know what my all is and I can't give it my all and my all might not be enough or it might be too much for people, then Mm -hmm. that's just a mind fuck. Yeah, it is. (laughs) That's unintelligent thinking. Yes, it is. So it's not about giving it your all. It's about giving enough to where you can move forward and also live a powerful and balanced life. Because I think one thing that entrepreneurs do is they get so focused on their business that they let the relationship slide. They let other family things slide. They let other areas of their life not be a 10 out of 10. So how can I fall in love with my life right now as it is and get everything to a 10 and a 10? And be okay with things being a four out of 10 and loving that four because it says, hey, I got this at four. Now I'm ready for more. And then you receive more instead of saying, this is a four, I don't have enough. So I'm, I'm not enough. It's a big difference. Mm. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, um, that really changes things. That, again, that reframe of uh, a four can be enough mm-hmm. versus everything needs to be full on 10 out of 10. Now, do you, um, what came to me is, uh, is, and I'm happy to have the discussion. So I'm going to ask you a question. It's not meant for agreement. So I just want to let you and the audience know that. Okay. Right. And Beth knows me well enough to know that she's like, no, no. So here's what was coming to my mind is that as, um, so all of us, of course, have access to both divine masculine energy and divine feminine energy. I'm wondering Mm -hmm. if when, I'm gonna use it up personally. I don't wanna blanket for everybody else. I'm wondering Beth, if when I do that, when I'm like, I need, it needs to be higher than a four. When a four is not enough. Four is all that I have, but it's not enough. Um, Mm -hmm. What came to me was, what's that? I said, then you won't get more. That I won't, that I won't get more. Yeah. And and what came to me was also was, I think what I'm trying to do is push my way through access. What is my divine masculine energy in a Mm -hmm. way that's not divinely guided. I think Mm -hmm. I'm accessing it, but it's more of that push achievement oriented penetrative Mm -hmm. energy versus Mm -hmm. sitting back, creating, asking what else is possible, moving from that primal, which we call the unintelligent thinking to more of a, more of the reframe of, of empowered state or empowered thinking. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on, like, I, I threw a lot at you. What are your thoughts on that? Okay. Well, I think sometimes when you're stuck in perfectionism, it can be really difficult to receive, right? And that's a, that's a big part of success, right? Getting feedback, receiving, <laughs> like coaching, right? If, if I have, feel like I have to do everything myself for things to count, because that's what that's would be perfect. I do everything and I do everything myself and I do everything perfectly. Then I don't get to receive. I don't get to sit in that feminine energy. Mm. And trust me, I get it. Like I've been in my masculine energy for like years and years and years and it's worked out really well for me. But there's something really beautiful to be said about letting go of attachment to outcomes and just knowing and trusting like look if i'm connected to my purpose i know i'm going to make something amazing i know it's going to help people i don't know who's going to show up for this i don't know how it's totally going to turn out but i know it's going to be fucking amazing 
and I'm going to create it as I go. That's awesome. And that's sitting in more of that, like what kind of magic will happen energy, that feminine energy, which mm. is really cool. I love that. So you gotta, you gotta use a little bit of both to be successful. Right. And I think we, we tend to, um, and I don't know. I mean, I, I don't work with many men, so, but I think women, we tend to swing the pendulum seems to like really, really swing where mm-hmm. that, that balance that, you know, um, balance really is knowing that what I have in me is a four, <laughs> right mm-hmm. at a 10, uh, in mm-hmm. this area. And I can access this, a different part and it can be a 10 uh, in this area. And mm-hmm. everything is that's balance. It's not meant to be, you know, perfect. <laughs> no. And it's always going to change, right? When we do a little up level, then we're like, Oh, cool. My 10, my old 10 is, is now my new, my new eight. Cause now I see like my limitless possibility and you just keep pushing that bubble bigger and bigger as you go, but you can't do that if you're stuck in that perfectionism. Right. That's the thing. That's the thing. Perfectionism blocks you from achieving what you really want. Yeah. And, and you said, um, one of the things that you said, which was like, again, profound is that perfection piece will block you from receiving and um, I mean, abundance and prosperity in all areas is about receiving. Absolutely. Right. And if, and so in that perfectionist piece, it's difficult for us to move into abundance and prosperity. And in that perfectionism, you're always seeing the lack, which also perpetuates not being able to receive the abundance and prosperity. Right. Right. Yeah. And that lack too in perfectionism can also show up as complaining. Right. And, and what is complaining? It's it's saying like um, I'm living in this illusion that there's an, an unsolvable problem and the only thing left to do is complain about it. Right. Yeah. Right. Which is which is. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I can. So um, as an as an empath, I can feel I can feel people going. <laughs> right and so which is I, I mean absolutely fantastic uh it's so excited I'm so excited to have you here I know I've said that probably 10 times it's okay uh really what um what's so important I think is just the maybe I was saying exciting I'll go back to I have such deep gratitude you know for you uh, in my life as my mentor my friend and my coach and then to be here and to share you know, just who you are so openly with my audience. Um, so much appreciate, you know, all of you and, and who you are. And you just, yeah, I just want to completely thank, thank you. So, yeah. so what we're going to do next, uh, uh, folks, is we're going to go into our next break. And again, thank you for joining Beth and I here at Inspire Choices Network on Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with entrepreneurial success coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific.
Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. All right. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Thank you uh, so much. Whether you're just joining us now here or you've been with us from the very beginning, uh, if you are just joining, I'm going to just highly recommend that you listen to this. This will be up right away. Of course, you're here with us live here in the studio. Um, Beth, you know, before we, hmm, I'm going to add one thing. And then what I would really like you to do is uh, share. I know you have a program that you want to share with everybody. And I, and I think <laughs> it's important um, to take the time to do that. And I don't want to be in a rush to do it at the end, right? I would rather take our time and have you explain what this is all about. Um, so if you wanna do that, and then I can take some time, we can kind of wind up a little bit thing, maybe add a, a few other pieces for people to like whoosh, do that. But it, yeah, it's it. a little bit about, yeah, a little bit about um, the program. Yeah, so I have this amazing new program. It's called Heal. So as Rachel mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, I'm, I come from the fitness space and then I kind of, fell into the personal development world because I realized that, you know, eating your vegetables and doing push-ups was really only 20% of the success, <laughs> right? And, and so much more of that is your mindset. And then there's another key component to it, which is somatics. So we all know that we have two different nervous systems. One's nice and calm and chill and the other one is fight or flight mode. And it's hard sometimes when we're reframing our mindsets to get our bodies to calm down, to even believe our new reframes. So my new program, HEAL, is a transformative eight-week program that combines frameworks of mindset that will give you the tools that you need to find out what's exactly holding you back, <laughs> how to move forward, and to really get clear on what you want and live powerfully. And then there's a somatic component to that too where you learn to actually be in your body, listen to the clues that your body is giving you, calm your nervous system. I've struggled with anxiety my entire life, and that's been one of the biggest things that's helped me to calm my nervous system down. So it's, it's a very, very cool program. Yes, if you're a perfectionist, we got you. But if you're just like, man, I wish I could feel better in my body, I wish I didn't have to feel so stressed. I wish I didn't have to feel so tired, so overwhelmed, so yucky all the time. That's what that's for. And it's, it is mind-blowingly transformative. Yes, it is. <laughs> I think, you know, um, it's interesting because when we talk about somatics and, um, it, you know, such an important piece, you, you know, when I, in my program, uh, you know, I'm really encouraged by uh, by working with you in you know, the sacred art of business is bringing that somatic piece into it, right? So last week when we were working together and I was doing the breath work that you um, told me to do, it was, um, and I've been doing it, yay. So I'm celebrating my success with all of you here. Uh, I mean, it's such an important piece really for us to combine. And I think the the difference really is when you marry those, was it, I don't even know if marrying is the right word, but when you are aware of both um, nervous systems, right? When you're, and you, and you talk to both. Yeah. That's all, the, that's all the difference in the world. 
So how can people get in touch with you? I know that we're going to be, uh, we're close to here at the end of the show. How can people sure. get in touch with you to find out more about becoming a, being a part of that amazing program? Yeah, well, all they have to do is go to Beth dot, I'm sorry, Beth-Bishop.com. That's my website. And you can sign up for a free breakthrough session. And we'll just find out exactly where you're at, what's holding your back. And yeah, I just, I would love to connect with any of you. It's, it's just such a joy to talk to amazing, inspiring people and help them become a little bit better. 1% better every day. That's the motto. That right, one percent better every day. There's another writer downer. One percent better every day. So Beth dash Bishop dot com dot com. Yeah, okay. or they can find me on Instagram, um, the Beth Bishop with two E's, T H E E, like Megan the Stallion, the Beth Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to DM me. Yeah, I love that. Um, I will highly encourage those uh, listening here, either again live in the studio audience or afterwards to connect with Beth. She is an amazing, an amazing coach. Um, certainly, I know that, uh, you know, from experience, you know, from that. So as we're ending the show, I guess what, what would be one, um, one thing you would like us to leave with today? One thought. Okay. Ooh, no pressure. So <laughs> I think if we're thinking about perfectionism, just recognizing that it shows up for every single one of us, at least in one area of our life to a different degree. And it's okay. The first step is just to become aware that that's happening, right? It's like uncovering any kind of limiting belief. Once you are become aware, that's when you can empower yourself and take action. So I'd like to challenge everyone to take a look at their life right now and ask themselves, where have I decided that I don't get to live a limitless life? Where do I get, where do I, where did I decide that I mm -hmm. don't get to live a limitless life? Exactly. That's when a you great write question. that out, yeah, you're going to find some little areas and you might uncover some hidden perfectionism. And then you can come coach with me or Ranchelle and we'll help you out. <laughs> right. like, we can't tell you all the how now, right? right? But we can at least be aware and understand what this is and how it blocks us. And I think that's the most empowering first step. Oh, absolutely. Oh, so um, once again, you know, really want to thank you for being here, Beth, um, you know, during midday for you, right, in L.A. Uh, I know, right? And just um, want to tell you how much you're appreciated in taking this time to say thanks again, you know, for being in my life. It's great to have you. Thanks, everyone. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. Ranchell returns Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern. 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, be big, be bold, be brilliant, be you.